As we remain standing for the reading of God's word, this is the first sermon of this year, 2020, first message on Sunday. We had our watch night service and God met us here in a powerful way. We introduced the theme for 2020 as perfect vision, seeing as God sees. Amen. Not as anyone else, but seeing as God sees. This is the first series of this year, and the series is entitled Seeing Ourselves as God Sees Us. Seeing Ourselves as God Sees Us. God told me as we were preparing this, he said the word perception is going to be used a lot throughout this year particularly the perception from God's perspective. And we, God says, I, I, I'm going to show you some things. I'm going to let you see some things Ooh, <laughs> that you have not seen yet. Anybody believe that God's going to show you something in 2020? The first thing that we want him to do is to show us ourselves as he sees us. Not as others think or say, but as God sees us. The scripture text, two references of Holy Scripture, Psalms 103, verses 1 through 4, and Psalms 107, verse 2, both from the New King James Version. Hear the reading of God's holy word, the 103rd Psalm, beginning at the first verse, concluding at verse number 4. And it reads, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Whew, that's worth saying again. Look at somebody and say, Don't you forget his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities who heals all your diseases who redeems your life from destruction <laughs> who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies Psalms 107 verse 2 that one verse verse 2 let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Try that again. Let the redeem of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And the church that loves God's word said, Amen. Amen. Lift those hands. Somebody reminded me this is flu season, so we won't do as much touching and hugging. Although I do believe God is a healer. Amen. Lift those hands. Here's the series. The series is seeing ourselves as God sees us. This is the first message in this series. One powerful word. Look at someone with those hands lifted up and say, redeemed. I look behind you and say, redeemed. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Redeemed. Redeemed. Seeing ourselves as God sees us. Somebody shout, redeemed. Redeemed. Listen, as I was uh, praying some time ago, about a month or so ago, as I was preparing for the this series and what God was going to do in, in 2020, God showed me something. He, he spoke to me and he said to me in his own still voice that in the year 2020, I believe that one of the major tactics of the enemy will be to try to convince those of us who are people of faith to view ourselves in a very negative 
or a not so positive way. I need you to pay attention to this because I believe that this is where the enemy is coming. I, th I think the enemy wants you to convince yourself <laughs> that you are not who God says you are. Did you catch that? The enemy wants you to convince yourself that you are not worthy of the blessings of God. And so the enemy comes and he comes uh, to influence us and to have us view ourselves in a negative and in a not so positive way. Because the enemy knows that if he can get in between your head, if he can get in your mind, if he could start making you doubt yourself, if he can have you question who you are as a child of God, then he can inflict great pain on you throughout this year of 2020. But how often do we find ourselves looking back over our past mistakes with feelings of guilt and shame? That's the enemy. The enemy will remind you of how jacked up and bad your life used to be all the time. It seems like some things you can't ever get out of your mind. Can I preach to some real folk? So the enemy comes in and his purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he does it by influencing our thinking and, and having us feel as if God is not there for us and with us. How often do we feel undeserving of anything good happening in our lives? Perhaps previous way we've lived, we have written ourselves off. We've said that nothing good can happen to me. I, 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 I am in too deep of a hole. I've done too many bad things to ever come out of this. Look at somebody and say, the devil is a liar. And so the enemy comes in, and God said this to me in such a clear way. He says, Dara, I just want you to be aware of this, and I want you, as you talk to the congregation in 2020, to let them know, don't be hoodwinked. Don't be fooled by the enemy. And if you don't watch it, if you're not careful, the devil will have you change your whole perception of who you are and what God can do. He'll have you having pity parties among yourselves. He, he would have you doubt the very God that has brought you out so many times before. How often do we feel as if, God, you, you can't bless me. I, I've done too many bad things. God, I'm, I, I would never be what you expect me to be. And what the enemy does is that he comes in and he uses perfection to help us not grasp redemption. You catch it. Because the, the enemy knows nobody is perfect. But if we think we've got to be perfect, we won't embrace redemption. And so he'll have us blaming ourselves. He'll having us uh, convicting our own self. How, how many of you, all of us have been there. I've done it. You've done it. How many times have you had to talk to yourself? And, 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 and you've had to tell those spirits that were in your ear, I'm not going to listen to you. That is not who God says I am. Any, any witnesses? And then God said this, how often have we allowed our haters and our critics to define us with words that are so hurtful and demeaning? Words such as loser, you are pathetic, you are useless. And if you aren't careful, you will embrace those very words that your critics and your haters 
have said about you. You allow somebody other than God to define who you are. But I stopped by on this first Sunday in January to say to you that you are not a loser. Look at somebody and say, you're not useless. Tell them you're not pathetic. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how rough it's been. I don't care what mistakes that you've made in your life. You are not who they say you are. Can you believe that? Don't let somebody else define you. Don't let your critic define who you are, particularly as it relates to your relationship with God. The good news is that from God's perspective, we are not defined by what our critics or our haters say, call us, think about us. We, we are not defined by what they may tell others about us. I am so glad I am not who they say I am. How many of you are so glad? See, you've got to believe that. You've got to believe it. And when you believe that, it can bounce off you. And, and you can smile at your critics, and you won't think of anything of it. They call you whatever you want, but you know who you are. You know you are a redeemed child of God. Amen. And it's not what they call you that defines you anyway. And it's not what you have gone through that defines who you are. And it's not what you are going through. How many of you are so glad that you are not what you've gone through? You don't even look like what you've gone through. And so everybody goes through something. Everybody has trials and tribulations. Everyone has disappointments. All of us have times in our lives in which we didn't come up to the mark. We didn't do what God expects us to do. But the good news is that nobody other than God can define who we are in the sight of God. And if God says you're all right, you're all right. If God says you're redeemed, then you are redeemed. Somebody shout redeem, redeem. Perhaps there is no greater word to describe who we really are from God's perspective than this word redeem. Redeem is defined as to obtain a release. Ooh, somebody say release. Or restoration from captivity by paying a ransom. Redeem means that you were in captivity and God paid the price. Ooh, it, it, nobody else but God. God paid the ransom. God saw who you were, God knew who you were, and God redeemed you. God says, I will set you free. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Somebody in here ought to just thank God that you're not what you used to be. Come on. Come on, somebody. We ought to just praise God. Take a moment just to praise God that you're not what you used to be. And you're not even what people still remember of how you used to be. There's some folk that will never let you forget what you used to be. But God has already cleansed you from that. Amen? Listen, from a theological perspective, the word redeem is defined as to deliver one from sin and the consequences by means of a sacrifice offered for the sinner. In other words, to set you free from sin by paying a ransom. Whew. Paying something to set you free. The wages of sin is death. We, we all, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The thing that disturbs me is how some people are so holy and so self-righteous that they categorize their sins as not being as bad as someone else's. You know people like that, right? They are so self-righteous that they look at you and say, what you did is worse than what I've done. But in the sight of God, all sin is sin. If you lie, you are a liar. If, if you do whatever it is, it's in the sight of God. And only God 
can wash away our sins. And it is done purely by the blood of Jesus. What shall wash away our sins? Look at somebody and say, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Is there anybody who ever had to plead the blood of Jesus over your life, over your family? Come on, you know what the blood does, right? The blood sets free. 118 times in the King James Version, we find the words redeem or redeem. In the Hebrew language, the original language of the Old Testament, it simply means that a price has been paid to set us free. Your freedom was not free. Can I say that again? It cost somebody something. You're not free because freedom was free. You are free because it cost Jesus his blood on Calvary's cross. And somebody ought to give God a praise for, for having the love to give his only begotten son, God, for our sins. Somebody ought to tell God, thank you. Come on, tell God, thank you. Think about where you used to be. Do me a favor. In retrospect, where has God brought you from? Can I just take a moment to reflect? Think about something. Where has God brought you from? Think, and I want all of us to, to, to do this. Think about the worst times in your life. Think about the most difficult times in your life. And God brought you out of it. And God turned it around on your behalf. If you know God did it, clap those hands and give God a praise. That's right. Somebody just caught it. Look at somebody say, God did it. You didn't do it for yourself, but God did it for you. And so we find these words in our text. Psalms 107. Psalms, uh, he says this. David says in Psalms 103, perhaps more than anybody else. Why did David understand this? Because David, although he was an anointed man of God, David had issues. David was an adulterer. He was a murderer. David did all of these things, but yet there's only one person in the Bible that God says is a man out of my own heart. It was David. Why? Because Psalms 51 is a reflection of who David really was. Creating me a clean heart. Renewing me a right spirit. Against thee and thee only, Lord, have I done this sin. How many of you know when, when you've fallen astray, you need to fall on your knees and say, Lord, I need you to forgive me. Can I get a witness? Any, anybody in here ever had to go to the Lord? Just you and God all by yourself. Come on, look at somebody and say, you're not that holy. All of us have had times in which we've had to get on our knees and say, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. How many of you ever had to pray, God, make a way out of no way? Lord, I, I, I haven't been everything you've asked me to be, but thank you for a second chance. Anybody say, thank you for a second chance. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for paying the price. Thank you for redeeming me. Thank you for not allowing me to be who they say I am. Thank you for redefining who I am. Somebody ought to give God a praise and say, redeem. Shout redeem. Somebody shout redeem. Listen to the text. Psalms 103. David begins with this word, first verse. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Then he goes on in verse number two and says, And forget not all of his benefits. Anybody know that God has given you some benefits? Whew. And forget not all of his bit. And then David itemized him. He says, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you 
with loving kindness and tender mercies. Then David drops down in Psalms 107 and verse 2 and say, if God has done this for you, let the redeem of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed out of the hand of the enemy. There are three things, three key takeaways from these verses that I want to share with you today that God says. Number one is this, the Lord has redeemed our lives from destruction. I got news for you. You are on your way to hell. You were on your way to destruction. Some of us were so messed up, we didn't know which way we were going. We didn't know up from down. I just need a few witnesses that know that God has redeemed your life from the, are you not ashamed to admit that God you did something in my life that only see it helps somebody else when you stand up and say God you did it for me How, none of us have been perfect any witnesses in here know that God redeemed your life from destruction uh, you are falling apart you are about to lose everything but God stepped right in and made a way out of nowhere well, somebody say God did it. Look at somebody and say God did it. If folk really knew your story, if folk really knew what God has done for you that only God could have done, he brought me from a mighty long ways. Look at somebody and say God did it. God did it. I almost lost everything. My life was sparing out of control. But God, but God, destruction was all around me, but God. Folk had written you off. Folk had said you'll never amount to anything, but God made a way out of nowhere. So point number one, the Lord has redeemed our lives from destruction. Second key observation in this text is that the Lord redeemed us. Now listen to this. The Lord redeemed us from the hand of the enemy. I've got news for you. The devil wasn't out to get you. He had you. Let me try that again. Look at somebody say, he had you. The text says he redeemed us from the hand. Woo! Of anybody know that the devil had you in his hand, but you got a way that God made a way out of nowhere. He redeemed us from the hand of the enemy. The enemy had us, but God. Somebody say, but God. But God. When the enemy thought they would destroy us and had us in his hand, but God. But the enemy said, we'll never amount to anything but God. The enemy said, you'll never get your joy back but God. The enemy said, you'll never rejoice again but God. The enemy said, you'll never praise God like you did before but God. The enemy says, you'll never rebound from that bad relationship but God. The enemy says, your child will never be anything but God. The enemy said, your family is falling apart but Somebody do me a favor. Stand to your feet and say, but God. But God. Are there any testimonies? Because somebody said the devil had me. The devil had me. I'm not talking about trying to get me. The devil had me. He had you. He had you, but look at you now. Can you give God your best praise in it? Somebody ought to tell the Lord, thank you. Somebody ought to tell him, thank you. Somebody ought to tell him, thank you. Sister Gwen, the devil had me, but I got away. I got away. Just wave your hand at somebody and say, I got away. 
say, look at me now. Things I used to do, I don't do anymore. Places I used to go, I don't go anymore. The enemy had me, but God, but God. Now here's the third one, stand to your feet. We're almost done, stand to your feet. Number one, the Lord has redeemed us from destruction. Number two, the Lord redeemed us out of the hand of the enemy. He had you. Now you act cute all you want, or just like the devil was out to get me. No, he had you. He, he had you doing whatever he wanted you to do. And the only reason you got free is that God redeemed you. Woo! Here's the third and the final one. If the Lord has been good to you, and because the Lord has redeemed you from destruction and from the hand of the enemy, we must be willing to tell somebody, say so. Look at somebody and say, say so. You ought to say something. You ought to say, oh, God is good all the time. All the time, God. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? When my enemy and my foe came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Say so. Has God been good to you? Has God been good to you? Has God been good to you? If you are redeemed, say so. Look at somebody and say, I am redeemed. Wash in the blood. Lord, I thank you. Somebody say so. Somebody say so. Lift those hands and say, Lord, I thank you. Go find you a praise partner and say, neighbor, when I think of his goodness, all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Y'all excuse me, because some of us ought not be here this first Sunday in January. But God, but God, my soul cries out. My soul cries out. My soul cries out. Get your praise partner and put a praise on it. You ought to say something. You ought to say something. When you're going to work the power, you ought to say. You ought to say, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I love you. Lord, I bless Thank you. Look at somebody say, say so. Say something. Has God been good to you? Tell somebody. Has God been good to you? Has God been good to you? what the Lord has done for me. Anybody know you got a testimony? Anybody know you got a testimony? Look at somebody and say, I've got a testimony. I was on my way to hell, but God, but God, but God, he saved me. He delivered me, set me free. Take 30 seconds and put your best prayer. Look at somebody say, redeem. Tell them, redeem. I'm redeemed. Not perfect, but redeemed. Lift those hands all over this place. Whew. 
Lift those hands all over this place. Redeemed, seeing ourselves as God sees us. Whew. You are redeemed. You're not a former drug addict, a former alcoholic. That's not who you are. You are redeemed. Wash. In the blood of Jesus, somebody ought to just give God a praise and Shabbat God from the depths of your belly. Come on, let the city hear you praise him. Listen, I invite you to walk down those aisles and stand at this altar. Brian Courtney Wilson wrote this powerful song that Brother Bill is coming to sing it. It says, Simply Redeem. I love this song because this song represents our testimony. I'm a Christian. Do you know what that means? That means I'm far from perfect. I'm simply redeemed, brought with a purpose, Whew. by love. It's not a form of religion, but a gift from above. I am not perfect. Look at somebody and say, I am not perfect, but I have been redeemed. Whew. I'm a believer. Do you know what that means? That means I pledge my life giving everything. Ooh, I never knew that this was meant to be. Here's the part again just before Bill comes. And I need everybody in here to look at somebody and say, I am not perfect. But I have been redeemed. That's the good news. Come on. Ooh. the purpose purchased by purchased love. by love <laughs> not just a form of religion Ooh. but a gift from above I am not perfect no but I have I have been redeemed anybody out there has been redeemed Sing, Bill. Yeah. I am a believer. Ah, yeah. Ooh. Do you know what that means? Mm. That means I pledge my life, giving everything. I never knew that this was meant to be. Since I am not perfect, no, but I have been redeemed. Lift those hands and say redeemed. Redeemed. While I was yet in my transgressions, somebody paid the price for me. I offered up my life, my life to him and now and now I say again I know I'm not perfect no but I have been redeemed I am 
am your brother. <laughs> Let me show you the way. God is speaking to somebody right we'll now. We'll take this road together. Somebody else. Oh, take it day by day. Leave your seat and come Somehow stand at this I know altar we'll right make now. this journey. God is speaking to someone. That's right. That's right. God, thank you. God is speaking no, to someone. No, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Ooh. But church, we've been redeemed. Redeemed. While you were yet in your transgressions, somebody Ooh. paid the price for me. Thank so you. offer up your life to him, yeah. accept his love and we'll begin, walk together, for we have been redeemed, Ooh. redeemed, while we were yet in our transgressions he gave his life for you and me so why not give your life you. to him accept his love yeah. and we'll begin to stand together hand in hand and surely he will save our land and we will wear these no chains change. no no more change. And all these walls will crash to the floor. And then someday he'll crack the sky and come again. And we will find our rest in him. Then we'll be perfect. We will be perfect. Then we will be perfect. He'll make us perfect. Good old church brought with a price. Come on, help me sing. Jesus, Jesus has changed my world.
your life from destruction who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies I want to say that again who redeems your life from destruction the only reason you are here today is because God has redeemed your life from destruction the devil had you the enemy had you in his hand God gave you a way to let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy you don't have to be perfect see that's that's the tactic of the enemy because nobody can be perfect there was only one perfect person and that was Jesus you don't have to be perfect to be redeemed but when you're redeemed everything is under the blood whatever you used to be whatever you've done God has given you a brand new life one more time I am come on anybody challenge this is the first Sunday in a brand new year some of you God has been challenging you for a long time see the enemy makes perfection the enemy of redemption because he knows that nobody can be perfect And because we can't be perfect, we don't accept redemption. Redemption means I've just been washed. God changed my life. Anybody know God can change your life? Listen, I just believe from the depths of my soul that there's someone under the sound of my voice. You may be in this sanctuary. You may be listening by way of radio. You may be viewing by way of internet. But you're ready to be redeemed. Look at somebody say, are you ready to be redeemed? If you're ready to be redeemed, to make a commitment to the Lord, God says you don't have to be perfect. No one in this church is perfect. But that commitment you make to God is between you and God. The text says, Psalms 107, who delivered us out of the hand of the enemy the enemy had you and God set you free he did it for a reason he did it for a purpose close those eyes and after this prayer if there's anyone here and you're ready to take that next step Pastor Jackson I accept redemption That's who I am. I'm redeemed, not perfect, but I am redeemed. If you want to be redeemed, all you have to do is accept it. Jesus has already paid the price. All you have to do is say, here I am, Lord. I, I know I can't be perfect, but I can be redeemed. Lord God, we thank you. Thank you for this first Sunday in January of the year 2020 thank you for reminding us of who we really are we are not who folks say we are we are not defined by our haters our critics or our circumstances (laughs) you've declared on this first Sunday that we are redeemed that's who we are washed in the blood of Jesus and we say thank you Thank you for someone today, Lord, who accept that challenge.
to be redeemed. Thank you, Lord, for someone who says, I want to start the year off right. God has been good to me. I, I want to bless God in a powerful way. And Lord, we say thank you. For this is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And all of those that know it is so said amen. Amen. Look at somebody and say, I am redeemed. Come on, if you want to make that commitment this morning, I wait. Maybe you want to join the church. Maybe you want to give God your life. You want to recommit yourself to the Lord. Come on, come on, stand right here. Just stand. I am, I am. Come on. Somebody clap those hands. Somebody else, I am. Jesus. Somebody else is Look at God. your hands for these who come to join the church and give God a commitment. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Clap those hands for those Why who come. Listen, just before we turn it over to Pastor Mac for communion, let me thank you for watch night's service for that special offering that you gave. And you, you bless me because you were obedient to what God asked me to ask of you. And I just want to say thank you. I know some of you didn't have it then and you said you would do it later and I just want you to be a, a blessing. And you know I don't normally do that, but God told me to do it. And God says I bless you in a special way. I just believe that this year 2020, God's going to show us some things that we have not seen. Amen. Amen, somebody. So thank you, amen. Look at somebody and say thank you. Thank you, as, because this is the year in which we burn the mortgage. Amen. It will happen in November. Amen. And then we accept the challenges that God has for us. Thank you so much. Stand to your feet. Clap those hands again. Yeah. If anybody asks you, yeah. seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank God so much for powerful, powerful word. Come back on Tuesday, as you heard Pastor Jackson say at our New Year's service that he's going to be praying over all of those envelopes, that those seeds that were sown. We're going to be doing a special prayer for that. Amen. As we prepare for our Holy Communion, our deacons and deacon wives will be setting up our communion table and as soon as that's set up, we'll be ready to go into our holy communion service. Those of you in the balcony, if you would gather closer together in the same sections so that it'll be easier for our deacons to serve communion. Thank you so much.
As we prepare for our Holy Communion, we're going to ask if all of our associate pastors, our elders, ministers, and deacons will come at this time. of you please stand as we enter into our holy communion service on this first sunday of the new year Elder Shirley Briggs will give us the blessing of the bread and the blessing of the wine by Elder Calhoun Cornwell been set in remembrance of thee. We bless the bread which represents your body that was given for us. Jesus, we thank you for the pain and the suffering that you endured for our salvation. We thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, we come before you thanking you, Lord Jesus, for the cup that we bought to take. Uh, we thank you, Father God, for representing your precious blood, Father God, that you shed on Calvary Cross for our sins. In your precious my name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our scripture says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. But this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for allowing us to participate in this Holy Communion on this first Sunday of a new year. Now, God, we ask that you bless us, and we thank you for the sacrifices that you made for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord. 
ask if you would please stand at this time. Scripture says, and on the same night in which he was betrayed, he said, take, eat, this is my body which has been broken for you, this cup is the New Testament, and my blood which has been shed, for as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. Let us commune. God, we thank you, and we remember the sacrifice that you made for us. And God, thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. that you dismiss us from this place but never from your presence. Let us find peace as we return to our destination.